thank you for being willing to share a bit of your story and why you're a Christian with us as part of the service today. Where do we want to start? When I was a child. Okay. First of all, I wanted to say thank you for inviting me. The privilege of being up front. We were to take part for so long since I was in church. So, having said that, I'll start my... It's a long story, but I'll cut bits out. Okay. <laughs> and uh, my, my main thing that I, I triggered me beginning to think about my story was that I didn't grow up in Shoebury. I'm, I'm an import. Okay. And... Uh, I had no connection with any church at all. And when, when, I, when I went to school, we had RE, and I thought that was boring. <laughs> and uh, I nothing really to interfere with my doing my own thing. Mm-hmm. And that, after that, that, I didn't know what was going to ha- happen. I, went, I, was, I became paralysed. I had to stay off school. The doctor at the hospital said that there was little chance of me surviving. But, um, but, we, but we didn't give up. And uh, that's where the story begins. But oh, uh, I, did, I came came to through meeting different people became a Christian but at the start of it all was in the middle of the night I'd overheard the doctor and nurses talking about me at the foot of my bed saying there was no hope for me and that frightened me hmm. I was about 13 I suppose 14 and uh, put everything in perspective. I, fr- I was frightened. I heard a, a voice saying, "You're mine." I think that's what I couldn't distinguish all, all, all that the voice said. But I, I know that. That meant a, a completely new perspective on life. I didn't know anything about Christianity, but I picked up from the RE in school. It was very limited, um, but, uh, no, but biblical teaching, all from the Old Testament. And uh, an old, little old, she was a little short, little old lady talked to me. Following morning, and explained it all what a Christian was. Didn't see the doctor again. She did have that with her a bit. I do sometimes wonder whether she was in in trouble. Right. For speaking out because you you mustn't be specific in your, in your teaching. That, that came in as a rule for the doctor. But I think she might have just overlooked it. Right. I had to go very carefully afterwards. 
I don't know that it means them as an ivy, but that they this little this little lady who talked to me in the talked to me in the hospital was a, a, a Scottish lady. It was a, it was a slim and tiny, but she was a Christian, and she came and explained all to me what what it meant to put my life in the hands of Jesus. And that was that was the start of it. Mm -hmm. And you got better. Yes. Yeah, quite wonderfully. Almost immediately, I started getting movement back. Mm -hmm. Nobody, nobody sat there. It was six of and um, Louise, the Scottish lady, they were the only ones that knew about it at that stage. Um, but within a few days, I was back to normal. Wonderful. And I felt it was, I felt it was a miracle. Yeah. But, but my my parents didn't think so. <laughs> they said, oh, it's just growing pains. Right. And um, we moved on from there. But it didn't, it, it, like they were good parents, but it, it didn't, they didn't appreciate me wanting to go over to church. Um, it, took, it took years before they sorted me out in their, in their heads. But they were a bit, I, I tried to find, there was no church anyway near where I lived. Town looked, looked around to see what there was in my parish church. It was a two mile walk away. Two miles? Yes. So I struggled and did that for few weeks and it wasn't very exciting when I got there anyway and so I tried, I tried a different one and I went to I went to school in Harrow and although it was a state school they did a, a positive attitude being a Christian at school everybody had to take the 11 plus in the in those days. So I took took that and moved on to Harrow County School and uh, met some lovely people there. One of them was Jean, who was a Jewish girl, but we became very close friends. She's one of the few I'm still in contact with. And uh, she, in fact, she rang a few weeks ago. She hadn't heard from me. Uh, she was in a bit. Uh, she had. They were very committed people, her parents mm -hmm. and family. It showed up what I hadn't got. Of course, their religious belief showed come through. And then the, her husband, when she got married, was a professor at the university. That's the one in Wales. Then he moved on to up to up to Newcastle, and that's where I ended up going to university. And you, you then um, did your postgraduate uh, stuff so that you could go and teach. Yes, that was, that was it. New, to, new to the idea of teaching. I didn't know whether I wanted to or not. 
and uh, I did my postgraduate year in education down in, back in London. But I was also, I said, my parents were in good health by that stage. And uh, I it did not be too far away. And it was, was it right that it was it was teaching was how you came to be in South End? Is that right? Yes. In the common room at the, the education place, there was a Times Educational Supplement. Mm-hmm. And to me, I go in. There was a block in the middle, in heavier print. It was for a job at South End, in the Department of RE. And I was told there was no chance of me getting anything like that. I still went through to it and I got it. Wonderful. Yeah, as you, as you say, you feel the door was being opened all the time. I, I met my, that's really when my out, outlook changed more to, towards Christianity. I've got nothing to give. You've got an invite to uh, this strange Baptist church in Shoebury Ness. Oh, yes, that, 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 that's quite It's all about doors opening. While I was in London, I went up to Oxford Circus, Wigmore Street, to a bookshop there. Um, it was while I was there I got introduced to John's. Mm-hmm. So, so I thought she she she, she inquired after me. I said, "Well, teach at South End." Oh, she said, "That's interesting." End of conversation, basically. Later on, I was sit down and got to South End. And uh, there was knock at the door. They'd inquire where, 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 where I was living. And it was Ar- Irish Johnson. Oh, okay. I think you, were, you, you wouldn't know her. No. Uh, no, before my time. In relation to the Hardians. Okay. As many people were. <laughs> and. Uh, She's come, come back home to Shrewsbury and mentioned talking about me and, and I didn't I didn't think any more about it. Didn't know anybody. Just went and looked for a church. And uh, came down and looked at Shrewsbury as well as Central South End. But didn't actually accept anything until I'd looked round. Good idea. Always good to have a look round to see what's <laughs> going on. Yeah. And then coming to the church at Shoebury, you yeah, met some other important people. That's right. I don't know how many people in the church will remember them so much now. But you've got me to Shoebury. I've got you to Shoebury. Yeah. How are I'm a Christian. That wasn't at the end. 
Well, no. I mean, quite a lot happens, doesn't it? You meet Len and David. Yeah. yeah um, as well. Get married. And Karen arrives as well. So it's a, it's a busy time with lots changing. Yeah. I got to that point in doing the notes, it's too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no worries. These are important things. And then you came to teach in Shoebury as well. So you're going to church in Shoebury and, and living locally, and then you came to teach across the road. Yes. How was that? That was, again, the, the Hardings. And I'd already been there on occasion. So... I was torn. It wasn't Anglican. Yep. I still, I still loved it. I loved the liturgical work. I miss that. I still do. Mm. But um, it was very welcoming. And I always said I wanted to go belong in a church which reached out to young people with my great desire. Hence, I met people who had had a similar vision. Mm -hmm. That gave me another opening to speak about Jesus. And as well as teaching in RE, you you've had quite a role sharing about. things of faith and particularly the Bible in church as well haven't you and uh, particularly leading the women exploring the Bible group for many years yes that was Mrs. Mrs. that role in church mm-hmm. I could never get away with te- without the teaching coming into it but quite a few people I was surprised in recent years talking to me as I said um, oh you taught me so much in women in the Bible and so that's encouraging mm-hmm. one or two of them still come in to ask me questions about <laughs> I don't always get managed to answer well Joe and I come in to ask you plenty of questions, Phil. You definitely needed from uh, for all your expertise. <laughs> so, if someone was to ask you the question, "Why are you a Christian?" What would be what would be your your answer to that? Not not to not to follow Jesus would be I was disobeying God. Okay. And my life would be so meaningless without him. But I still, still see doors opening. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I don't know what my calling is at the moment. I, I think I, I'm, I'm not not not. I have I have different roles, different times in my life. As at home, and then at school, and then at television at home. Yeah, I was doing something else. Especially wanted to to fulfil. I'm not even mentioning my my family. That was 
That's wonderful, and a really, really good place to to finish hearing a bit of your story today. I know there's lots, lots more to to listen to as well. But thank you for sharing a bit about why you're a Christian with us and a bit of your story. Thank you. You're very patient to listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a joy, and I look forward to seeing you soon. Thank you. 